What is going on, friends? Thank you for joining us for the New Vision Podcast. We here at New Vision believe that the gospel transforms lives. So we're going to take an opportunity to open up God's word and see what he has to say so that we can take the best next step to become more like Jesus. What is going on, everybody? Maybe some New Vision family members, maybe some new friends. Hopefully you had an amazing Christmas as we begin this last week of our Advent study, Behold the Light. Uh, my name is Nick, and I get the privilege of being one of the pastors here at New Vision. And if you're new to our podcast, I'm going to read the text in its entirety, and then I'm going to pull out some things that kind of stood out to me, and then I'll give us some next steps and some practical application that we can walk the things that we learned today. And, um, and hopefully we will all be blessed by it. I'm going to be reading Luke chapter 2, verses 21 through 40. This is taking place right after the Christmas story. Um, and then, and I'm reading out of the CSB version. And so let's begin reading. Luke chapter 2, beginning in verse 21, says this. When the eight days were completed for his circumcision, he was named Jesus, the name given by the angel before he was conceived. And when the days of their purification according to the law of Moses were finished, they brought him up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. Just as it is written in the law of the Lord, every firstborn male will be dedicated to the Lord and to offer a sacrifice according to what is stated in the law of the Lord, a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons. Verse 25, there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. This man was righteous and devout, looking forward to Israel's consolation. And the Holy Spirit was on him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death before he saw the Lord's Messiah. Guided by the Spirit, he entered the temple. When the parents brought in the child Jesus to perform for him what was customary under the law, Simeon took him up in his arms, praised God, and said, Now, Master, you can dismiss your servant in peace as you promised. For my eyes have seen your salvation. You have prepared it in the presence of all the people's. A lightful revelation to the Gentiles and glory to your people Israel. His father and mother were amazed at what was being said about him. Then Simeon blessed them and told his mother Mary, Indeed, this child is destined to cause the fall and rise of many in Israel and to be a sign that will be opposed. And a sword will pierce your own soul that the thoughts of many hearts may be revealed. There was also a prophetess, Anna, a daughter of Phanael of the tribe of Asher. She was well young in years, having lived, she was well along in years, having lived with her husband seven years after her marriage, and was a widow for 84 years. She did not leave the temple serving God night and day with fasting and prayer. At that very moment, she came up and began to thank God and to speak about him to all who are looking forward to the redemption of Israel. When they had completed everything according to the law of the Lord, they returned to Galilee to their own town of Nazareth. The boy grew up and became strong, filled with wisdom, and God's grace was on him. There are so many things that stand out in this passage of Scripture, these verses 21 through 40. They're only 19 verses, but they are packed full of some insight. Some insight, as I was saying. And um, in verse 21, we see that eight days... Mary and Joseph are following the laws of their people and the law of the land. They're doing everything that they would do for someone 
with a maybe less of a grand entrance, but they're following the law. They're doing what they need to be doing in order to make sure that Jesus has been raised in the right way. And then it gets to verses 24, and it talks about how the firstborn male is going to be dedicated to the Lord. And then notice verse 24, a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons. Huh, mind blown. I remember the first time I read that passage, I was like, is this what they're referring to on the 12 days of Christmas? And it very much is, which I think is kind of funny and kind of cool. And then if we skip down to verse number 34, we see that Simeon is talking to Mary and he says something that's kind of strange. He says, hey, then Simeon blessed him and told his mother Mary, indeed, this child is destined to cause the fall and rise of many in Israel and to be a sign that will be opposed. And the sword will pierce your own soul that the thoughts of many hearts may be revealed. Basically, what he's telling to Mary is that, hey, Mary, your son is going to be opposed. He's going to be beaten. He's going to be ridiculed. He's going to be crucified. This is going to pierce your own soul. He's also going to pierce the souls of so many. But at the end of the day, after he is resurrected from the grave, joy will come in the morning. And so for us, I know a lot of us, we struggle with the Christmas season because it's hard. It brings up all kinds of memories, brings up all kinds of painful things. But I just look at the life of Mary and look at how she walked well with Jesus and what she endured with Jesus being her son. And the joy does come in the morning. So for you who is weary right now, who is downtrodden, who in the midst of this light coming that we got to behold, when days seem dark, remember that joy is still coming and that God is still at work. And then in verse 38, we see this older lady, this prophetess, this testifying as to who Jesus is. She's pointing the finger to everyone and saying, hey, everybody, this is the promised Messiah. This is the one whom had been promised who's going to take away the sin of the world. And she's being a bold witness. And as I look at Anna and I look at the way that she navigated this and the way she was a bold witness about Jesus, it encourages me to go and do likewise. I can be a bold witness for Jesus. I have seen how he's moved. I've seen the change he has made in my life. I've seen how he has answered prayer. I've seen all these things with my own eyes and my own experience that I can be a bold witness for him wherever I am, at work, in the street, at a restaurant. I could be a bold witness to Jesus just sharing how he has moved in my own life. And Anna's just sharing with a boldness of, hey, I want you to know that this is the king. He is who he says he is. And then verse 39 and 40, when they had completed everything according to the law of the Lord, they returned to Galilee to their own town of Nazareth. Verse 40, the boy grew up and became strong, filled with wisdom and God's grace was on him. Here's something I think we sometimes maybe miss is that Jesus grew up as normal as he could. <laughs> was he normal? Not by any means because he was fully God and fully man. But you see that he grew physically like you and I grow physically. He grew mentally. He gained knowledge and wisdom. And yes, he was all knowing, but in his human form, he was still gaining knowledge and wisdom, probably learning his father's craft. He grew up like you and I grew up, even though he was fully God and fully man. And so when he talks about he's experienced everything that we have experienced, we can't believe him. He made it through his teenage years, everybody. He gets it. He gets it. And we can take some rest and have some peace in that to know that Jesus has experienced all the things. Even though we've experienced all the things, we have a king who not only knows about it, but also can relate to it because he walked through it as well. And that's really, really encouraging. 
And so as we make our way from this baby that was born in a manger and we see the ramifications of this gift that was given on Christmas Day, let us be encouraged knowing that our Savior knows, that our Savior has experienced, that our Savior has walked through some hard times and some dark days as well, but yet His light still penetrates the darkness. And because of that, He is still in the business of penetrating the darkness that we find ourselves in. And so know that, and hopefully you were encouraged by that. Who today can you share the good news of Jesus with? Maybe an experience, maybe just your testimony, or maybe even pray for somebody knowing that God is able to answer that prayer and meet them right where they are. But there are opportunities all around you. And I pray that today, maybe you ask the Lord to reveal those to you, that he can illuminate the darkness so that you can see more clearly. Know this, now you have a God who goes before you, you have a God who's in your midst, and you have a God who has your back. And I pray that you don't move too quickly from this Christmas season and rushing to the next thing, but that we will continue to walk slowly and continue to behold the light. I hope you guys will join us tomorrow as we continue on this Advent journey. Y'all be blessed, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you for joining us today for the New Vision Podcast. We hope that you have heard a word from the Lord and that you can better walk today in light of God's word. To find out more information about New Vision, we would love for you to follow us on Instagram at New Vision Life or look us up online at newvisionlife.com. And as always, we look forward to seeing you tomorrow.